North Central Iowa tunes in here for the most local sports coverage. Plus, we're your Cyclone Station, KLMJ 104.9 FM, Radio on the Go. The following is a production of Radio on the Go Sports. At Mort's Water Company, we are proud to sponsor the Mort's Water Company Coaches Show each Saturday morning from 8.30 to 10 a.m. on KLMJ 104.9 Radio on the Go. The Coaches Show highlights area teams throughout the fall and winter sports season. Sit back as they talk with area coaches about their most recent games and their players. And welcome into the Mort's Water Company Coaches Corner here on 104.9 KLMJ. I'm your host, Jacob Zimmerman. Every week, we keep you updated with stats, scores, storylines, and everything you need to know about your favorite local area team. This week, we're back talking with our boys varsity head coaches for the second to last time. All but one of our local area squads have had their seasons come to a close recently in their respective sub-state brackets. Coming up here in the show, you'll hear from Brian Easton of Hampton Dumacal, Michael Collison of Iowa Falls Alden, John Jones of North Butler, Trent Trask of West Fork, Justin Meyer of Belmont Clemmy, and Jason Burning of Clarion Goldfield Dows. We'll be right back here on 104.9 KLMJ to the Mortwater Company Coaches Corner. Our first segment will be HDCAP. Come see us at the North Iowa Home Show February 24th through the 26th at the North Iowa Fairgrounds in Mason City. This is Justin Morton with Mort's Water Company. Stop by our booth and check out the best, the Connecticut Whole House Water Treatment System, and let us show you why Connecticut is so much better for you and your family. Don't forget to ask about our free filter route with the purchase of a Connecticut Whole House Water Treatment System. Mort's Water Company, your local authorized independent Connecticut dealer serving North Iowa for over 40 years. Welcome back to the Mortswater Company Coaches Corner here at 104.9 KLMJ. We're here with Brian Neeson, head coach of Handadumah Cowboys Basketball. Coach, let's look back at some of your matchups you've had as of recently. Let's let's review the Bishop Garrigan game. You guys were in a close one down the stretch there. Yeah, that was a, a really good win for our guys. Uh, that was a game where we took a really good care of the basketball. I think we ended with six turnovers as a team. And we forced Garrigan into, it was like 18 or 19. So that was the difference there. Uh, we had some kids step up, make some big free throws late, and good team win for us. Close close game indeed. You guys just had Clear Lake. That was a little closer than the last time you played them in your second matchup. Did you see improvement from the first game to the second game against the Lions? We had we had a rough first half. Uh, we settled in there in the second half, but we were we were down by a good amount. Um, I mean, I, to me, to me, they felt pretty similar. Uh, we in our next matchup. I mean, our, our kids though, we, we got to take much better care of the basketball, get shots every time. Uh, we we got to communicate better on screens. Clear like does a really good job uh, setting screens, cutting with a purpose. Uh, running good stuff there. So our defense has to be on its A game as far as communication, uh, being in a stance and being ready every possession. Now, Coach Neeson, obviously you can't control who it is you draw for the playoffs, but you get Clear Lake again. You got them coming up on the 20th. I will be there on the call for that one. But, Coach, would you, if you could choose, would you rather have a team from your conference or a team from out of conference that you've never seen? You know, that's, that's funny. I was talking about that with some of my coaching buddies. and I mean, obviously, we, we have our scouting report, I mean, mostly done. Like, we know their personnel, but then they know us. They know us very well. So that so it's even there. Um, I mean, to me, it's kind of fun playing new teams. But, but again, it's, uh, it's a team we're familiar with. So hopefully we can make some adjustments. Four-quarter game this time. So I guess I, I guess I have <laughs> I have mixed emotions on that. <laughs> Coach, a player like Trevon Louisavia, their point guard, who's I mean we've talked about this. We think he's both the the best point guard in the North Central Conference. Coach, is there is there a game plan for him, or do you kind of just have to sit back and say, well, we have to hope he has an off night? Well, yeah, we we might mix some things up. Um, I, I can tell you more after the game about about our plan. There might be some, some things we do a little differently here. I don't want to spoil anything if there's any Lion listeners there. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, he's he's a really good player. I think a big difference with, with him compared to a lot of other high school players is he can hit tough mid-range shots. Uh, we were we were watching some film the other day uh, with the guys, and I mean, there's lots of 10 and 12 footers where we had a, a very good contest on him. A couple of times he was fading away, and he still hits them. So, I mean, hitting hitting tough mid-range shots is is tough to do. Uh, there were some times we let him get going with some easier buckets where he got ahead of steam going in transition. It's going to be very important for us to slow him down before he gets to that uh, 15 to 20 20 foot mark from the from their goal. So, you know, he's it's definitely not an easy matchup. But there's a couple of things we really want to key on to try to slow him up uh, in our next matchup. Yeah, we got to take a break here. The Sports Water Company Coaches Corner. We'll be right back here on 104.9 KLMJ to continue our discussion with Brian Neeson of Hand to Do My did you know that February is Financial Aid Month? At Ellsworth Community College, they're dedicated to helping you with the financial aid process. Don't let the numbers scare you away. Their financial aid team will be with you every step of the way. Ellsworth Community College works hard to make college accessible to all. Almost all of their students qualify for some sort of financial aid. Let them help you create your experience at ECC in Iowa Falls. Call them today, 641-648-4611, or visit ellsworthcollege.com. Now this from Dumont Harkin Lumber. What in the world is that on your ceiling? I thought I got rid of all those spiders. No, the light. It's so bright. Is that a new fixture? Nope. It's the High Bright 6000 made by Nebo. It just screws into your existing light socket and has three adjustable light panels that put out 6,000 lumens. Great for garages, shops, barns, basements, and other rooms in any home or building. Plus, it only draws 60 watts of power. Wow. I gotta give you credit, Denny. You do have a bright idea once in a while. Thanks, Brett. Check out the High Bright 6000 and other Nebo lights, lamps, and flashlights today at Dumont Harkin Lumber. It's a tie game with the home team having possession. The clock is showing five seconds left. Sam dribbles it up the court with the defender on the side. There's a shot. Score! They win! They win! The home team wins! Are you looking for a winning insurance team? Contact your hometown team at Castle Dick and Kelch Insurance and Real Estate in Hampton. They have protection written through IMT Insurance. They'll help you customize an insurance plan. Castle Dick and Kelch Insurance and Real Estate in Hampton. IMT Insurance and you, a team that can't be beat. Welcome on back to the Mortz Water Company Coaches Corner. We're talking with Brian Neeson, the head coach of boys basketball at Hampton Do My Cow. Coach Neeson, sounds like you got something up your sleeve for Monday. I can't wait to see it. But, Coach, let's talk about some of your players. Scott Haar, how can he get back to his really efficient, dominant play like he had earlier in the season? Or do you kind of want to roll with spreading the ball around a little bit more? Yeah, we've got hurt with some double teams. Uh, that's something that we're not surprised about. But some teams have done, some, done a good job. Uh, Clear Lake especially mixing up where the double comes from. Uh, being aggressive in that double so uh, we have to have our other guys when we first off when we get the ball into them uh, read the defense uh, calling out double teams for them there's time I know he can't put it on them he's got to make a quicker read uh, there's other times when we have to communicate to Scott and let him know where the double's coming from and then our, our weak side guys have to have to be able to know where to go and how to get open and get available when he is double teamed when looking back through your regular season, Coach, you obviously had that three-game win streak in there. That's pretty recent still. But is there a favorite moment? Is there a favorite game or favorite stretch that kind of sticks in your head from throughout the regular season? Yeah, obviously obviously when our kids win and we have a happy locker room after the game, those are all great moments. Um, I was really proud of our guys in that, in that Humboldt game. We ended up coming up a little bit short, but at Humboldt we were down 18 in the third quarter against a really good team. I think they won 16 or 17 games this year, and we came back and tied the thing up. Um, I thought I was, I was really happy, really, really happy for our guys to have to have that moment. Um, the Garrigan game was a close win. I was happy we pulled one out there. Uh, we, we played really well at West Fork. I thought our team defense, I thought our team cohesiveness was really good in that game. So those moments really jump out. Playing Webster City, Webster City had a, they earned the one seed in a sub-state, and we took them to overtime. We came up one play short from knocking them off in our gym. So, you know, obviously, 
obviously our, our kids have played really good basketball. Now the next thing is to do it, do it for 32 minutes against a really good team. Coach, I'm guessing that's got to be your best thought going into this matchup with Clear Lake, huh? Is that you've taken Humboldt the distance, you've taken Webster City the distance, you've just got to do it against the other best team in the North Central Conference, Clear Lake. Do those two games kind of give you the most confidence going into this one, knowing that, well, the other two best teams in the conference we've we've really played well against, but just Clear Lake, you just can't quite do it yet, but you very well could do it. Yeah, absolutely. We watched film yesterday as a group. Uh, we're going to watch film today as a group and just show out just show our guys that, hey, this, this, like, for example, in the first quarter against Clear Lake last time, we got the ball in the paint a lot. We got some pretty good looks that didn't go in. Uh, there's a couple of possessions where we have to make better decisions with the basketball. But just showing our guys that we don't have to do anything crazy. We don't have to play perfect basketball to be in this game. Are we going to have to play well against Clear Lake to be in it? Absolutely. They're a really good team, really talented team. But we don't have to do anything magical. We just got to play good fundamental basketball. We got to talk on defense. Uh, we have to know our. We have to know our scout. We have to know our plan. Take care of the ball. Get good shots. Knock them down. And I, I think we can make it a four-quarter game. Coach, maybe other than Christmas break, I don't know if you've had really full five or six days to prepare for a game. Do you think that's going to help you guys out, knowing that this is playoff prep? You get some extra time. Gosh, I hope so. <laughs> I like to think what we're doing is going to give us an advantage, but yeah, we're, we're doing the best we can. Um, doing the best we can to, to, to work on things and practice that'll translate to us playing better on Monday night. And that's head coach Brian Neeson of the Bulldogs from Hampton Dumont Cal. Coach, can't wait for Monday's contest. I'll be there. We'll have the call here on 104.9. All right, thanks, Jacob. Radio on the Go can go with you anywhere. Download the free iPhone or Android app at RadioOnTheGo.com. Then listen live on your mobile device to 104.9 KLMJ. Radio on the Go. Not all water is created equally, and that's why Mort's Water Company sells the most efficient water system on the market, Connecticut Whole House Water Systems. This is Justin Morton with Mort's Water Company. Connecticut is celebrating 50 years of clean, great tasting water with dishes that shine and clothes that'll last longer. Each system comes with a 10-year warranty and service. No one can be. You can have this system in your home with one quick call to 1-800-HEY-MORT or visit us online at mortsonline.com. Mort's Water Company, your local independent authorized Connecticut dealer in North Iowa for over 40 years years. Continuing on here in our Mortswater Company Coaches Corner, it's time for the Iowa Falls Alden segment talking with the boys basketball coach Michael Collison. Coach, before we dive into your playoff game, you guys had a really tough stretch there to end the regular season in terms of your competition. Clear Lake, Algona, Webster City, Humble, arguably the best teams in the North Central Conference. Coach, kind of take me through the brutality of that stretch. Yeah, yeah, you know, you hit it right on the head, uh, there's those are four really good teams and uh you know they were three of them were ranked in the top 10 and 3a all year long you know different times but um you know certainly the the four best teams in our league and um we uh we 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 knew that it was going to be a tough stretch and, and a tough part of our schedule um you know but we also thought hey at the end of the year that could help us going into postseason play in class 2a um but you know, ultimately, uh, we, we didn't compete as well as we would have liked to in those games. You know, the Webster and the Humble game were a lot closer than the scores indicate. Um, so there were some good things. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's just part of the deal. You know, some years you, you end with those teams and, and, and they're not as good. So, um, you know, uh, I thought I thought our, our team, you know, during the regular season, especially North Central Conference play, won all the games we were supposed to win, and, and uh, which was good. And, um, you know, would have certainly liked to sneak out a few more against those those, those top teams in the league, but um, you know, it just wasn't in the cards this year. Yeah, coach, a game like Webster City. Let's break down this one a little bit more. Only a twenty point contest. Looks like you guys limited their main guy, J.C. Grossheim, to just six points, and they didn't shoot well from three either. Coach, what was kind of the game plan going into that one, and then how did you see it unfold? Yeah, you know, we we really felt like in that game we were going to try to make other guys beat us and uh we know we really tried to to, to take Grossamy and, and ty mckinney out of the game and and they probably had you know two of their lower scoring nights on the year um but some of their other guys uh the, the doring kid uh, had a huge night you know he had like 25 points and um we said going into the game hey we're gonna make guys like him beat us and and uh he did so credit to him you know he made shots uh when it mattered and 
uh, th- that was a game where the score was a lot closer than than, it, than what it indicated. You know, we had uh, we had the lead to six a couple different times. We had it to seven. Um, you know, we just couldn't quite get it to to, to like a one possession game. And um, Webster's had a really good year. You know, they're a really good team full of some good seniors. And um, you know, so so they they had a little bit more experience on us there. And um, you know, I, I think uh, if we if we played them again, we'd probably play the same way and, and hope you know, that that guy makes a few less shots than he did uh, the night we played him. Now let's talk about that playoff matchup with the South Harden Tigers. Coach, they came to IFA. It was a close one heading into the third quarter. Coach, kind of take me through that contest, break it down, and especially there in that second half with what the South Harden Tigers did better. Yeah, so, you know, South Harden's a really good team, um, and they're full of seniors. You know, we've played a lot of young kids all year long, and and when you play young kids, you're going to look good some nights, and you're going to look not as good the other nights, and um, you know, I think uh, we, we did a good job in the first half. Um, you know, we came out firing, and, and, and we, we were up by about, about five or six, um, but we couldn't really extend the lead, and they came right back. And um, it was pretty back and forth throughout the first half. You know, it really helped us when uh, Ryan Walters was in foul trouble. He's, he's a heck of a player. You know, I've been coaching against him for three, three or four years now. And, um, you know, he was on the bench, and, and we really didn't get that lead, and we didn't extend it or anything like that, and that really hurt us. You know, we, we, we needed to take advantage of that, and we, we just weren't able to do it. Um, and then in the second half, they they came out and had some really good possessions at the start of the third, and, um, you know, we were able to get it to about six points in the fourth quarter, um, you know, but they, they kind of answered every time we started knocking on the door. Um, you know, I think when you're a team full of experienced guys like that, um, you have that ability where you kind of feel like you're never out of it. Um, whereas, you know, with our team this year, whenever we were in those games, it was the first time a lot of our guys had been in those games. And, it, and it's, uh, oh, man, we're, we're ahead. Or, you know, oh, man, this is close. And, and uh, um, I think as, as those young guys continue to progress going into next year and, and the years after, um, they'll handle those situations a little bit better. And we'll probably be the team that, you know, doesn't feel like we're out of it. So I'm um, really proud of our season. You know, give a lot of credit to South Harden. You know, they, they, they've had a great year, and, um, you know, they're continuing to play. And, and uh, um, you know, like I said, really proud of our guys in the season we've had. But, um, you know, a lot of credit to them and wish them, wish them all the best of luck as they, they move forward in the tournament. You always like to, the team that you lose to, you know, you always like them to play deep in the postseason and make you feel better. So we're hoping they win a few more games. And we'll be right back here in the Mortswater Company Coaches Corner to talk with Michael Collis and some more of Iowa Falls Alden Boys Basketball after that. Hi, this is Stephanie, your Iowa Falls High V Store Manager with our Red Hot Weekend this Friday through Sunday, February 17th through the 19th, our Dollar Day Weekend. We have our Ragu Pasta or Alfredo Sauce on sale for just a dollar. Our 73% lean ground beef one pound tube is on sale for just two dollars. Sara Lee Classic Wheat Bread is on sale for just $2. We also have our Deli Shaved Ham on sale for just $2 a pound. So don't miss out on these red hot deals this weekend, plus many more, only at your Iowa Falls Hy-Vee. If you need to update your grain bins or dryer, see your Sukup dealer. Central Iowa Fabrication. Central Iowa Fab in Alden sells, installs, and services the full line of Sukup grain systems and equipment, including legs, dryers, and more. It may seem early to think about storing next year's crop, but as you know, many things take longer these days, so don't wait. Call Central Iowa Fab today, your Sukup dealer, 515-859-7213, and still your home for all your welding supplies, metal fabrication, and on-the-farm machinery repair. Check out centraliowafab.com. Zoski Outdoor Power of Iowa Falls says there are snowblowers and then there are Toro snowblowers. The difference shows every time you clear your driveway. You'll fear no storm with two-stage Toro Power Max battery-powered and gas snowblowers. They have the power to clear away even deep, compacted snow, plus they're easy to use and easy to maneuver. Get yours at the best price around with Mick Zoski at Zoski Outdoor Power. Check out Toro snowblowers today at Zoski Outdoor Power, located on Highway 65 south and Iowa Falls. Welcome on back to the Mortswater Company Coaches Corner. We're talking with Michael Carlson, the head coach of IFA. Coach, you got to be happy with the performance from Cason Boyer there, your senior in his last high school basketball game. 19 points, even led you guys in rebounding with seven, shot well from three. What did you think of Cason's performance? Yeah, you know, Cason left it all out there. Um, you know, he, he, he shot the ball better than he's probably ever shot it. Um, you know, played with a lot of confidence and 
and certainly didn't want that to be his last game, and, and uh, neither did Andrew or Nathan, our other seniors. But, um, you know, we, we, we definitely needed a big night out of him, and, and uh, he, he delivered. So I'm really proud of his effort. Yeah, Coach, kind of take this time to reflect on some of your other seniors with Andrew McNeese, Nathan Schmitz. Kind of what did this whole group mean to the program? Yeah, you know, we already talked a little bit about Kaysen. Um, You know, Kaysen's a guy who um, battled back from injuries, you know, his junior year. uh, Didn't play the whole first part of the year because he elected not to get surgery so he could play part of basketball season. You know, that's pretty cool. And, and, uh, you know, Andrew's been a guy who's a three-year guy for us, a three-year starter. He's just super steady and, um, you know, has really put in a ton of work to be a good basketball player for our program and has been extremely coachable and, and, uh, um, you know, just really going to miss him having him around. And, and then Nathan Schmitz is a guy who, um, you know, maybe didn't get as many minutes as some of those other guys, but um, always played his role role well. And, and you know, just was, had the mindset of what, whatever's best for the team is what I want to do. And, um, you know, he, he battled every day in practice to make those main guys better. And then when his number was called, he, he, he played well in games. So um, just really proud of those guys, you know, sticking it out all four years. And, um, you know, this year has been kind of a, a different year than they probably expected. There were some guys in their grade that moved away and some guys who, who, who weren't able to go out um, that, that they missed, but they really took these young guys under their wings and, and embraced them with open arms. And That's probably the thing I'm most proud of is they were really good leaders for the team that we had this year, and they were the leaders that we needed for this group. Coach, we'll end it off talking about Jaden Damiano. Coach, you told me last time we had an interview that he unfortunately got hurt, would miss the rest of the season. Coach, what kind of details can you fill me in with that? Because I hear he's a really good, really good athlete in track. Yeah, yeah. Jaden's a tremendous track runner. You know, he was a state champion in the 400 uh, low hurdles and the and the 110 high hurdles last year. Um, and uh, you know, it, it's he, he's he's always been a, a fantastic runner. Um, I, I actually coached middle school boys track and coached Jaden when he was in middle school. And uh, I tell you what, what, what we basically did for hurdles with, with him was we said, let's not say anything to him because we might screw it up. He's just that good going over the hurdles. And, um, you know, so we're, we're pretty lucky for him. Um, you know, unfortunately, he did miss miss the end of basketball season. Um, and he was really bummed about that because, you know, basketball is kind of the sport where he just plays and competes. And, you know, if you ask Jaden, he doesn't care at all about stats or scoring he just wants to win and, and play with his teammates and um you know really love coaching him in basketball um so so obviously bum for him and bum for our team that he couldn't finish the year the way that he would have liked to um but but feel really excited and happy for him that he didn't need to get surgery he's going to be able to to run track this spring you know i don't know when he'll be back but i know he will be back and um, have a chance to defend his, his state championships there and that's Michael Collison, stopping by the Boardswater Company Coaches Quarter, head coach of Iowa Falls Alden Boys Basketball. Coach Collison, thanks so much for the time. Yep, thanks. No radio, no computer, no, no worries. Your mobile device becomes a radio when you download the free iPhone or Android app at RadioOnTheGo.com. 104.9 KLMJ, Radio On The Go. The Green Recorder has been published weekly since 1876 with every edition on the Green Public Library's website at green.lib.us. The Green Recorder is published 52 weeks a year. Weekly copies are always available at Casey's, Jolly's Department Store, Smith's CTC, West 40 Meats, and of course the Green Recorder's office. For a subscription, call 816-4525. Call the Green Recorder and stay in touch with what's happening in Green in Butler County. And welcome on back to the Mortsota Company Coaches Corner here on 104.9 KLMJ. It's time for our North Butler segment. Folks, this week we were unable to get a hold of Coach John Jones following the tough playoff loss to Dunkerton in the Class 1A Substate 2 second round. Even without the coach, we can still review their end of the season. Since we've last talked with Coach Jones, the Bearcats have wrapped up their season and it started by ending the regular season on top of Nashua Plainfield 52-37. As the Bearcats jumped out with a nice 11-2 lead there in the first quarter against the Huskies and never looked back. As Owen Omeline had 14 points. Hunter Rodemaker had 12. And Corbin Lewis had 10 points and 7 boards. The Bearcats would then move on to their postseason opener where they would host St. Ansgar. 
In their first round playoff game, the Bearcats got by the Saints 49-35 behind 15 points from Corbin Lewis that featured 13 rebounds and 6 blocks and 4 steals. Owen Omeline and Hunter Rodemaker with once again in double digits with 11 and 10 respectively as they got the win despite shooting at 2 of 14 as a team from downtown. The Bearcats, however, did dominate the glass, out-rebounding St. Ansgar 36-22. North Butler would then move on to their second-round contest against Dunkerton, a squad that only lost one game all year, and the Raiders picked up their 22nd victory with the 52-39 win to send North Butler's season home. Still awaiting the stats from the Bearcats in this contest, but it was a close game until the second half. In that third quarter, Dunkerton outscored the Bearcats 11-6 and then 18-14 in the fourth and final. Preston Gillespie, the senior, went 6-12 from the floor and 17 points. Dylan Marcourt, the sophomore, had 14 on five total shots. we got to take a break here in our North Butler segment. We'll be right back here in the Mortuota Company Coaches Corner. Green Insurance Services and Grinnell Mutual understand the value of teamwork. That's why they applaud the accomplishments of the hardworking student-athletes in our community. Every achievement, big and small, is worth celebrating. Trust in teamwork. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Lucas Wedeking and Misty Osborne, your local Grinnell Mutual agents at Green Insurance today. Trust in Tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers, and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services growers need to succeed, making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In the Green, Packard, and Plainfield area, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land, and the land is us. Welcome on back to the Bortoida Company Coaches Corner here on 104.9 KLMJ. I'm your host, Jacob Zimmerman. Folks, once again, we were unable to get a hold of head coach John Jones following the tough playoff loss to Dunkerton. We'll try to get him in the last episode in two weeks. Recent individual news coming from the North Butler Bearcats as of late. The 2022-2023 Top of Iowa East Division Boys Basketball All-Conference teams have been announced, where several Bearcats got recognized. Owen Ameline, the senior for the Bearcats, the guard, was second team. Corbin Lewis joins Ameline on the second team as the team's senior center. And the third and final Bearcat, Hunter Rodemaker, the junior power forward, he was an honorable mention selection. The Bearcats will finish their season 11-12 overall and 7-9 in the top of our East's standings, placing fifth just behind the Nashua Plainfield. This season, North Butler was in several close contests, some that they wish they could have pulled out. But the Bearcats, all in all, were one of the best defensive teams in North Central Iowa. That's going to do it for our North Butler boys basketball segment here on 104.9 KLMJ. We'll take the break and come back for our next local area team. Broadcasting to North Central Iowa and the world. 104.9 KLMJ Hampton and RadioOnTheGo.com. When it's a phone, not a phone. When it's a radio, RadioOnTheGo.com is where you can download the app for iPhone or Android. Then listen anywhere to 104.9 KLMJ, Radio On The Go. This weather has been hard on pipes, and when you have a frozen water line, a frozen drain pipe, or a septic system or sewer that has frozen, call 1-800-HAY-MORT. Call Mort's Water Company anytime, day or night. We're standing by ready to help. This is Brandon Morton at Mort's Water Company. From frozen drain pipes, water pipes, or sewer, call Mort's Water Company. We have the equipment, the manpower, and the expertise to get drains, water pipes, and sewers flowing. Give us a call at 1-800-HAY-MORT, that's Mort's Water Company, or visit us on the web at www.mortz.com. And welcome on back to the Mortuota Company Coaches Corner here on 104.9 KLMJ. It's time to talk with Trent Trask, the head coach of West Fork Boys Basketball. Coach, obviously the other night, the loss to North Union, that one's going to sting. But when you look at the whole season as a whole, you got to have some pretty good thoughts. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, as a whole, it was a very successful season for us. Um we won another conference championship, which is 
West Fork's 13th and 16 years of existence. Um, and we had some good seniors, got some good juniors, we got some good sophomores, so the, the future looks good for us. Um, but to be 17 and 5 after going 11 and 12 last year is a huge step forward. And at the all conference meeting, several of the coaches kind of told us that they thought we were a year away from really being good and they were surprised at how good we actually were this year. Um, and just, we had contributions from, I mean, we could go 10 guys deep and not fall off too much. And it was just, they worked hard and it was, it was an amazing season. Coach, as for North Union the other night, was it a case of kind of just running into one of those teams that's really hot going into the postseason at the right time? Yeah, it, it was. They're, I mean, they're well coached, and they they just they they played their butt off, and they only lost. Like I said, they only lost to Lake Mills the other night by three. So I knew they were kind of peaking at the right time, and they just they they got two big post players that we were trying to double down on, and when we were doing that, the post players were kicking it out to open three point shooters and. They were hitting all night, and it was just, yeah, it was just one of those games where we threw everything we could at them, and Sage and Cade played phenomenal, which we needed, and we still ended up losing by 10. We just couldn't, we just couldn't get it done. They were, they were that good. Coach, I thought their point guard number 11, Jones, was the most impactful player out there last night. Did you see him having that kind of an effect? I did. We scrimmaged them uh, prior to the season in West Hancock, Jamboree, and we tried pressing him in that in that scrimmage. And that point guard was, he, I mean, he's smooth. He's a lefty. He's got a, He sees the floor well. He finishes well. If he can if he can figure out how to shoot from three point range, fifteen foot range, he's going to be a heck of a guard next year. Coach, kind of take me through in the huddle, halftime, maybe third quarter as well. What are you kind of switching around there offensively, defensively? Kind of just take me through the conversation with the guys throughout the game. Yeah, at halftime we went on that 8-0 run right at the end of the half, and we were up 43-38, to 38, I think it was, uh, going to the locker room. And I, myself and the other coaches kind of felt good. Uh, we knew they played well. We knew we shot extremely well. And I was hoping it would keep going through the third quarter. We we did we did ask the guys to not sag off as much and double down as much. Um, but that third quarter, we just we only put up six points, and that was uncharacteristic of us in any quarter of the year. And then uh, North Union put up. 20-something, and that was kind of, that was kind of the tipping point, kind of our dagger, and we just never could quite get it back, and they were shooting it so well, and that fourth quarter, um, instead of closing out, anticipating triple drive, getting a little space, I, I told the kids we just got to fly out and try and block everything and see if we can get them off rhythm a little bit, and we did a little, but we only got it down to seven in the fourth, and then as there's a minute left. We got to start fouling, and the kids that we were fouling were supposed to be the kids that didn't shoot it well over the year, and, well, they were the kids that were making them all. So it was just, it was just out of our hands. It was out of our reach. And we'll continue our discussion with the head coach of Westport Boys Basketball, Trent Trask, and we come. Damiano, Farm Bureau Insurance, bring you this FFA update. Ever wondered how the dates for National FFA Week are chosen? The answer goes back to an FFA board meeting in 1947. At this meeting, it was decided that FFA Week would be held on the week of George Washington's birthday. Today and every day in 2023, we salute the FFA. Congratulations and thank you to the FFA from Dominic Damiano, Farm Bureau Insurance of Iowa Falls. 
signed up for eBill from Rockwell Cooperative Telephone Association yet? You can have your monthly statement delivered to your inbox and never have to worry about misplacing it again. You can also view and pay your bill using a bank account or a Visa, MasterCard, or Discover credit card. It's fast, secure, and easy. To learn more about signing up for eBill, contact Rockwell Cooperative Telephone Association at rockwellcoop.com or call 641-822-3211. Welcome on back to the Mortuota Company Coaches Corner. We're talking with Trent Trask of West Fork. Coach, I think you got to be happy with how Cade and Sage Sunken played. I mean, Everling, Sunken, they went off. They combined for nearly 50 points. Sunken had seven threes. Coach, you got to be happy with how those two balled out. Really, you could see that they knew the game was starting to slip away. But even with the game starting to slip away, I felt like they were starting to play better and better. Yeah. Uh, games like those, nights like those, you want your, your stars to really show up and... Uh, play well and I couldn't ask for anything more out of them they had 20 uh, 20 like 25 inch apiece um, and I think Sage had I think 7 rebounds 6 assists and Cade was right there too uh, they I can't ask for anything more out of those two um, yeah they they were they were good they were very good coach those two are just juniors, so they've got another year left. Do you think other teams are going to recognize that, hey, these are two both guards slash forwards who could really go off on any night? And do you think that's really going to give you guys an even better chance for next season? Yeah, we're going to we're gonna have a special season next year. I, I, I can ready. Um, these kids, this core group of juniors, they put in a ton of time year-round to, to basketball. Um, so I up next year we're going to be that much better and uh, hopefully Gavin, Gavin Kronk's actually a year younger than anyone else he just started school earlier um, hopefully he can catch a growth spurt here and get him up to 6'3-ish and as smooth as he is underneath he's going to be he's going to be a problem for people and then Edison Mask shoot from the outside and we got some other guards we'll mix in there and yeah, you never know. Next year, next year could be a really, really good year for us. Coach, and last question for you: Is there anything that you can share from the message to your kids after the game? Oh, we were just so proud of them. You know that that senior group—they've always been a small group, and they've—we we, we only had three seniors, and for them to stick it out and be as competitive as they are without having real like without growing up with real competitive teammates um, is phenomenal and Trevor Jertz is one of the most incredible kids I know he started last year and he was a big piece of our offense and defense super athletic started the season with a torn ligament in his, in his thumb um, and he, he came off the bench all season and started to really turn it on here late, but never said one single word about not playing his minutes, nothing. He showed up every day at practice, worked his butt off, was a great leader. I just I can't say enough about that kid. And um, Josiah Chabamo put in a ton of time this offseason to improve his shot, and he's going through knee issues, so he wasn't as quick as he probably would have liked. And then Jason Guerrero also put in a ton of time for us. Um, I, so we were we just emphasized how important they were to our program and we didn't touch too much about what's coming ahead we, we just wanted to thank them for everything they did for us and that is Trent Trask head coach of the West Fork Warhawks stopping by the Warsaw Company Coaches Corner Coach really appreciate the time uh, really fun season for you guys yeah it was and thank you Jacob we appreciate you your home for local high school sports is 104.9 FM and the KLMJ stream at RadioOnTheGo.com. Tune in for coverage of the Hampton-Dumont Cow Bulldogs, North Butler Bearcats, and the Clarion Goldfield Dallas Cowboys. We are Radio On The Go. And welcome on back to the Board Total Company Coaches Corner here on 104.9 KLMJ. It's time to talk with Justin Meyer, the head coach of Belmont Columbia Boys Basketball. 
Coach, let's kind of review how your season came to a close as of recently. Your regular season wrapped up with Forest City. Coach, kind of what happened in that game? Uh, yeah, that was one of those games that uh, we played really well. Kind of, I don't know, story of our season. We play well in stretches and just uh, not so well in stretches. And, uh, you know, it's one of those that we play, most teams that we play with, we play competitive basketball for, you know, 24 minutes and there's just, I don't know, seven, eight-minute stretches that uh, we kick teams go on runs, and that was kind of the story of Florida City there. They got out uh, on us in the second quarter. We kind of closed the gap, closed the gap a little bit third quarter, but then they opened the gap back up. That it's one of those that, that looking forward to next year, one thing that we really have to focus on is um, being able to eliminate some of those big runs from other teams. Coach, then you guys got into that playoff contest with Zach New Hartford. How did that one unfold? Yeah, you know, a lot of the same. We were really competitive the first quarter. I think uh, first quarter ended up we were down by about six, but we kind of were going back and forth. We'd score three or four buckets in a row. They'd score uh, three or four buckets in a row. And I think at one point in the second quarter they went on a 16-0 run, which is just it, – it's tough with where we were at offensively this year that, you know, when we're scoring, averaging, you know, in the 40s, it's really tough to give a team, you know, 15, 16 points in a row because it's just one of those that we just dig ourselves a hole that it's really, really hard to get out of um, that way. But, you know, we we kind of got down by, I think – 20 20-ish and it kind of stayed there the rest of the game that if you eliminate that one run I think we played with them mostly um the rest of the game it was just that one 16-0 run that uh took a couple of timeouts and we just couldn't seem to get a stop defensively and couldn't seem to find the bucket on the offensive end now coach how would you say your boys played under that postseason atmosphere yeah, you know, it was one of those that we went to Dyke New Hartford. They have a brand new gym, and it was actually kind of an eerie feeling because they have a really, really big gym, but there was just – it was one of those that it was kind of, uh, I don't know, a little bit of shock at first. It, luckily, we got there and we could shoot around a little bit, but it very much felt like, a, you know, almost a college gym um, that way. You know, we had they had the full-length floor, so it was one thing kind of getting used to. But uh, at, once we got into it, the boys played really, really well. Um, didn't necessarily shoot the ball how we'd like to, but uh, the boys played hard, and it was just one of those things that, again, once once we kind of get down, kind of once the game gets over 10, it's really tough for us to kind of try to claw our way back. And yeah, we'll take a break here in the Mortuota Covey Coaches Corner and come back and continue our discussion with Justin Meyer of Elmont Clemming. In only a matter of minutes, volatile weather can deal a crushing blow to your crops, your profits, and the future of your farming operation. When storm clouds loom on the horizon, you can rest assured knowing your local Mullenbrook Insurance agent has partnered with Farmers Mutual Hail, America's crop insurance company. The best hail coverage available, your agent can even secure your coverage immediately. Eliminate the risk and secure your hail policy before it's too late. Contact your FMH agents. Shannon Mullenbrook, Michaela Hefty, and Eric Bruins in Dow's today. FMH and Mullenbrook Insurance are equal opportunity providers. Hello, this is Kevin Stein, Vice President with First State Bank. At First State Bank of Belmont, business lending decisions are made by local bankers here in our community. Whether it's your small business or farm, their knowledge of the local area gives more flexibility, helping your business. We're proud to be celebrating 90 years of service to our community. If you're not a customer, stop by and experience what makes us a little extraordinary. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome on back. We're talking boys basketball of Belmont Clemming with our head coach, Justin Meyer. Coach, a guy by the name of Colin Meester had a good night. Didn't miss a couple, didn't miss really many shots at all. He had 30. Coach, what did he do so well to really pop off individually? Yeah, it was was tough because we were going into the game and he wasn't necessarily our main focal point. He wasn't their leading scorer going in. I don't remember what, um, what the athlete's name was. Number 12 was their leading scorer coming in. And it was one of those that we really focused on kind of double teaming him in the post, trying to get the ball out of his hands. And then, yeah, that Meester kid really stepped up and did a good job of, uh, attacking the basket and shooting the ball. He shot the ball really well. Um, when we doubled down and they got a kick out, he did a really, really good job of shooting. So it, it was one of those things that he was on that night. 
uh, and, and the coaching staff, me and the coaching staff kind of talked that it, it, it was unfortunate for our boys that, you know, it, it was one of those nights that they had a player step up when one when we held their leading score under his season average, they had another player step up. So it was one of those things that that was kind of unfortunate. But, uh, you know, that's, that's basketball, and that's just how it works. And credit to them because he came up and hit big shots and tacked the basket really, really well. Coach, recently I got an email. It was the top of Iowa teams came out, the all-conference teams. Coach, in the West Division, Ty Franklin, an honorable mention selection. Coach, what's your reaction to that? Yeah, it's one of those that, you know, um, Ty was in the discussion really for second team, and uh, I – it's it's one of those things that for Ty, unfortunately, as a team, not winning a conference game, uh, you know, it's just really tough us not winning a conference game to get somebody on the second team um, just with kind of that resume as a team. But, you know, and, and it was one of those things that there was warranted discussion for him second team. He garnered second team votes. Uh, I think he has the talent coming, thinking about next year. I really think that he has the talent to be – a first-team, second-team player, um, you know, and it's just one of those things that if if we can build a little bit more going to next year and have a little bit more team success, I really think that uh, a large part of that's going to do uh, with Ty's development and then as, long, as well as some development of some younger players that we have. So, yeah, you know, it's one of those things that he's definitely deserving of honorable mention. He's a kid that works really, really hard. Uh, he's at all the off-season stuff. Uh, he plays AAU in the off season. Uh, Ty works extremely hard at basketball. He's definitely deserving of honorable mention and probably, um, in my opinion, definitely has the talent uh, to be first team, second team player. So that's kind of where I see him going next year for sure. Coach, let's end this interview off by getting your favorite moment of the 2023 season. Oh, yeah, it has to definitely be that clarion game where, you know, our, our boys our boys program in general just hasn't won a male varsity sporting contest since 2021. So kind of getting that first one uh, against clarion, a team that uh, good in their own right for sure. And it, it was one of those where it was it was a good thing to see because it wasn't like clarion played absolutely awful and just gave us the game it was a game that we had to go take we had a lot of boys that stepped up uh and did a lot a lot of great things so it was just that that for sure and i told the boys after the season uh that obviously i've never coached in a state championship game and i'm not not trying to make light of that but there's there's a feeling that i got that game that has to be somewhat similar there just just in terms of you want it for the boys and then going out and getting it. Uh, it's definitely one of those highs as a coach that you just can't find anywhere else. And that is Justin Meyer, head coach of Belmont Columbia Boys Basketball. Stop by the Mortswater Company Coaches Corner here at 104.9 KLMJ. Coach, a pleasure as always. And I'll certainly never forget that CGD game. <laughs> Thanks, Jacob. When it's a phone, not a phone. When it's a radio, radioonthego.com is where you can download the app for iPhone or Android. Then listen anywhere to 104.9 KLMJ. Radio on the go. Come see us at the North Iowa Home Show, February 24th through the 26th at the North Iowa Fairgrounds in Mason City. This is Justin Morton with Mort's Water Company. Stop by our booth and check out the best, the Kinetico Whole House Water Treatment System, and let us show you why Kinetico is so much better for you and your family. Don't forget to ask about our free filter route with the purchase of a Kinetico Whole House Water Treatment System. Mort's Water Company, your local authorized independent Kinetico dealer serving North Iowa for over 40 years. Moving to the Mortswater Company Coaches Corner here at 104.9 KLMJ. It's time to talk with Jason Burning, the head coach of Clarion Goldfield Dows Boys Basketball. Coach, we got some games to review. Let's start with Manson, Northwest, Webster. Y'all were in a pretty close one over there. Take me through that one. Yeah, you know, we it was um, a tight game at halftime, and uh, they, they've got a really nice team. And in talking to their coach, they were kind of in – you know, we were in a similar situation to what they've been the last couple of years. They and, and probably vice versa too. They they had a young team, and the last couple of years it kind of struggled a little bit in terms of wins and losses. And and you know they're they're more of a senior dominated team this year and have had a really nice season. But 
you know, in that game, like I said, we were we were good at halftime. We're within striking distance, and then in the third quarter, again, it just kind of uh, fell apart for us. Uh, our defense was good up until that point, and then we we had a hard time getting stops, and they knocked down shots, and uh, they they knocked down. Uh, I can't remember the exact number, but um, somewhere in the about ten to twelve threes that night, and and kind of that game just kind of got away from us in the third quarter so you know again another game chalk it up to us being being right there and then just not being able to kind of close the deal and and and, uh and get a win i guess or just kind of stay in it through the fourth quarter but uh all in all again we did some good things uh we scored a little bit and uh at times we played really good defense i think in the second quarter was out was an outstanding defensive quarter for us but again we just couldn't sustain that over four quarters and then you guys took on Algona I've seen them once this year they really impressed me I feel like they have five six seven guys who can go out and score 15 plus on any night coach how in the world did you game plan for Algona yeah they're real they're they are a real good basketball team and they're a really they've got some really good young players and I think they're going to be a a team that not many people want to play here in the coming years. Uh, but, yeah, we don't match up very well with them. Uh, they they have some size. They have some really nice guards and some quickness. And they jumped on us right away. And um, they, they you know, hit a bunch of threes early. And uh, we really just could never recover. And, and they you know, for as good of a team as they are, you know that just speaks to the depth of our conference because they they have taken Humboldt, they have taken uh, Webster City, you know they have they have taken Clear Lake into the fourth quarter, and those three teams are are well, I guess you could probably say the class of our conference, and 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 Algona had some some really tough tight games with all three of them. So again, that that shows you the quality of that of the team there and. Uh, it was a tough night for us. It was our senior night. You know, we had, you know, we, we had a nice night honoring our seniors, but all in all, the game was was a tough matchup for us, which I, I kind of thought it would. To a more positive note, an eighty to sixty-one final against Southeast Valley. Could you guys shot lights out, ten of twenty-two from three-point range, and Nevin Foss and Carson Nessheim both went for twenty plus. They both went bonkers, coach. Uh, that was a nice, a nice game to end our regular season, and uh, I really hoped and thought it would be a confidence booster for us moving forward. And, and yeah, we did shoot the ball really well that night, you know, and I, I thought it, it kind of it showed what we are capable of. And we had a nice night off the bench from Landon Kakacek, uh, who is uh, I think is he's going to be an emerging player for us. Uh, next season, and, and as well as Coy Hansen, just showing uh, those guys their ability to shoot from the perimeter, and you know that is kind of what I was hoping to see all season long. Uh, but unfortunately, just you know, it, those games were kind of few and far between. But it was really a really big night. You know, those two, um, and Caden Hankins was in double figures along with you know Landon and. And, and Nevin and Carson. So that one, and scoring, scoring 80 points was, you know, just a fun way to for us to end the regular season. And I was really proud of our kids because it had been a, it had been a tough go, you know, for a couple weeks. And uh, but just showed the resiliency of our kids just to keep coming to the gym and fighting and working hard and uh, to see their hard work pay off uh, to end that end that that uh, regular season with a win was was really satisfying. And we'll continue our discussion with Jason Burning, the head coach of boys basketball at CGD after this. In only a matter of minutes, volatile weather can deal a crushing blow to your crops, your profits, and the future of your farming operation. When storm clouds loom on the horizon, you can rest assured knowing your local Mullenbrook Insurance agent has partnered with Farmers Mutual Hail, America's crop insurance company. The best hail coverage available, your agent can even secure your coverage immediately. Eliminate the risk and secure your hail policy before it's too late. Contact your FMH agents. 
Shannon Mullenbrook, Michaela Hefty, and Eric Bruins in Dow's Today. FMH and Mullenbrook Insurance are equal opportunity providers. Welcome on back to the Board Sporter Company Coaches Corner. We're talking with Jason Burning, the head coach of Cowboy Basketball. Then your playoff matchup with Ogden. Coach, they had a guy, Jack Christensen, go off for 27 points. Do you think this one could have maybe played out a little bit differently if he didn't go off like that? And kind of tell me through how that game went down. In the, we, we were fighting from behind the entire the entire night. Uh, they got off to a strong start, and and um, but in the second quarter, you know, we we were playing kind of a combination of man and zone, and and you know that he kind of got the hot hand uh, both in the first half and the second half. Um, but you know, in the second quarter, we we did get the lead down to under ten, um, and. But then it ballooned to 15 at halftime, and our goal at halftime was to get the try, try to get it to under 10. And we spent the better part of the third quarter uh, in that range and was feeling really good about our chances. And then it got a, you know got to 12 there at the end of the fourth, and uh, and that was kind of unfortunate because I really thought we controlled the third quarter. Uh, but then in the fourth quarter, again we got stop after stop after stop and and we're uh, kind of chipping away at the lead and we got it to under four or we got it to four uh in the fourth quarter and at that point again he you know he hit some some shots and and then we turned the ball over we kind of struggled with turnovers that night and uh, you know every time you, you turn the ball over against a, an aggressive defense it's going to lead to points on the opposite end and, and that's what it kind of ended up being there there in the fourth quarter we we uh Four was as close as we could get, and you know, and then at that time we, you know, just kind of again lost control of the game. But I was really proud of our kids just for chipping away. I mean, it was it, it they were frustrated at halftime because you know we we felt like uh, we were doing some good things, but we trailed by 15, and uh, you know, and then at the end of the third too, we felt like we were gaining momentum, and then we just kind of let it slip away, and then we were right there in the fourth quarter, but. You know, again, we, all in all, uh, you know, we, we did some really, really good things, but, um, you know, in the end, we just couldn't, couldn't sustain it. And, um, and Ogden's a, a good aggressive team and uh, hats off to them. Coach, let's finish it off talking about your seniors. What was your final message to them? Well, uh, my, you know, for two of my seniors, Preston and Nevin, they had been with us for four years and, um, they have given us a lot and they've waited for their turn, which, you know, for this year, they were, were kind of stuck behind uh, a big group of seniors and didn't probably see as much time as they wanted, but uh, really proud and thankful for their, you know, their resiliency and persistence to, to keep working hard. And I thought both of them really showed tremendous improvement over the course of this season and Nevin kind of became the man for us uh, late in the season which was really fun to see and Preston showed a lot of improvement and then with uh, Coy Hansen and, and Eli Toopson, uh the two of them hadn't been out uh, for several years and it took them a little bit of time to I think to get comfortable at the varsity level but both of them showed tremendous improvement again and and were two valuable parts to our team, and I was very thankful to have them on our team this year. I, I'm not sure where we would have been without them. So, you know, the four of those guys, uh, we're going to miss them, uh, not only uh, on the basketball floor, but just great kids. And, uh, you know, that's what we what we hope to have uh, on, our, on our team and in our program. Good basketball players, but even better kids. And, and the four of, those, uh, four, four of those guys, they really showed that all season long. And that's head coach Jason Burning of the Clarion Goldfield Dows boys basketball team. The Cowboys coach, thanks so much for stopping by 104.9 KLMJ. You betcha. Thanks for your uh, for your support of our of our kids and and uh, everything that you do for our area. When you don't have access to a radio or computer, listen to us on your mobile device. Download the free app for Android or iPhone at RadioOnTheGo.com. Stay connected all the time to 104.9 KLMJ, Radio On The Go. 
Not all water is created equally, and that's why Mort's Water Company sells the most efficient water system on the market, Connecticut Whole House Water Systems. This is Justin Morton with Mort's Water Company. Connecticut is celebrating 50 years of clean, great tasting water with dishes that shine and clothes that'll last longer. Each system comes with a 10-year warranty and service. No one can beat. You can have the system in your home with one quick call to 1-800-HEY-MORT or visit us online at mortsonline.com. Mort's Water Company, your local independent authorized Connecticut dealer in North Iowa for over 40 years. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Mort's Water Company Coach's Corner here on 104.9 KLMJ. I'm your host, Jacob Zimmerman. It's been a fun, complete season for five out of our six local area squads, the one team still left to play their postseason matchup. This is our second to last meeting with our local area head coaches of our boys basketball teams that we cover. Our last episode will be Saturday, March 4th. Once again, you just heard from Brian Easton of Hampton Dumas Cal, Michael Collison of Iowa Falls Alden, John Jones of North Butler, Trent Trask of West Fork, Justin Meyer of Belmont Clemmy, and Jason Burning of Clarence Goldfield Dows. This has been the Mortswater Company Coaches Corner here on 104.9 KLMJ. You have been listening to the Mort's Water Company Coaches Show on KLMJ 104.9 Radio on the go. Tune in again next Saturday morning at 8.30 a.m. for more insight from our area coaches. Remember, if you missed any of today's show or want to listen to it again, you can find a link to the show on the Coaches Show page at RadioOnTheGo.com.